Hello and welcome to the MTG Brawl Show. I'm your host, Juan the Magic Man Gonzalez. Today we're going to be talking about the top 10 best black brawl cards. That was a hell of a hell of a mouthful. Um, yeah, so when you're thinking about black from an EDH standpoint, you think of black being able to do anything. It can literally do anything you need it to do. It might come at a cost. But it can do anything from card draw to creature con destruction to reanimation to mana ramp, whatever you need. You have, I mean, Demonic Tutor is the best tutor in the format. You have cards like Grave Pact, Shieldred, Phyrexian Arena, Avatar Woe, Army of the Damned. I mean, Army of the Damned in a tutor strategy is amazing. It doesn't, you know, it's very hard to compete with. Um, let me switch my finger here real quick. Okay, we're back. Um, you know, but when I was doing this top 10 Brawl card list, unfortunately, Brawl does not have everything that, uh, Black can do in EDH. So, uh, this is my top 10 list. I went with the criteria of trying to get cards that were multifunctional that you could put into any Black deck. So, yes, there are going to be powerful cards that people are going to say that, uh, you know, why didn't you add? But, you know, they a lot of these powerful cards in the format right now are very restrictive, so you couldn't put it in any black deck. You need an artifact theme or a negative one counter theme or some sort of theme to make the card work. And then it's super powerful. But this... This list is of cards that I think would do work in any black deck. So let's jump into it with number 10. Wander in Death. It's a two colorless, one black sorcery. Return up to two target creature cards from your graveyard to your hand, and it has cycling for two. Obviously, from an EDH standpoint, this is a horrible, horrible card. But, uh... You know, with not that many options of getting cards back to your hand, I mean, I know we have Raised Dead and cards that, you know, are cheaper than this, but I think the cycling aspect of it, it just, you know, it, it helps out. If you draw this early and there's nothing in your graveyard and you have nothing in your hand, then at least it replaces itself. Um, and you get to return two creature cards from your graveyard to your hand. So, I mean, that's a little bit better. It is to your hand, and it is at sorcery speed. So, and three for this ability isn't that great. But at number 10, when I was looking through all of them, I think I would stick this in one of my decks over something else. So, um, yeah, it's and it comes in at a whopping 14 cents, so you don't got to break the bank to pick one of these up you probably got five of them in your draft trash so um let's get into number nine vana's hunger did i yeah vana's hunger okay so it's two colorless one black again this is an instant speed it has ascend so if you control 10 or more permanents you get the city's blessing for the rest of the game um and the text reads, each opponent sacrifices a creature. If you have the city's blessing, instead, each opponent sacrifices 
half of the creatures he or she controls rounded up. Now this again, you know, the, your opponents get to choose what they're sacrificing, which isn't the greatest. Um, but the fact that it says each opponent is super nice. And the fact that it's an instant speed, I really think, you know, um, um, combat tricks are just, they're going to be a lot more prevalent in this format. Like, you're going to need the combat tricks to really go above and beyond in this format. And at instant speed, people are declaring, blo declaring blockers or they're attacking you with something. Um, you know, this is probably going to get rid of quite a few of them. So just dropping this, I mean, there's just so many, so many things I could see that this could help with, you know, if it, if somebody's down, somebody's down to, uh, a couple life, but they have as many creatures as you have and you just need to get them out of the game. Well, boom, this clears a path so you can finish them off. I think this... This card, even though it's not flashy, is going to do some work. So I'm going to try it out, and uh, we'll see how it goes from there. Um, this comes in at $0.73. Cents. It's rare, so you might have some of them. But, uh, yeah, $0.73. Cents. You can probably pick this up in a $0.50 cent bin at your comic shop. So, Okay, let's get into number 8. <coughs> Bantu's Last Reckoning. Now, in EDH, this, you know, this isn't always going to hurt you in the right deck. But uh, I still think it's a great card. So, Bantu's Last Reckoning, one colorless, two black sorcery. Destroy all creatures. Lands you control don't untap during their next, your next untap step. So, obviously, that end part, lands you control don't untap during your next untap and tap steps just going to hurt you. I mean, that's going to be bad. Uh, normally, when you board wipe, you're going to want to build your board faster than your opponents. Um, if this was an instant, it would be amazing. I mean, it, it wouldn't be a $3 card anymore. It'd probably be a $15, $20 card. Um, but, you know, there's not a lot of board wipes in the format right now. I mean, there's not a whole hell of a lot. And at three, this is just, I think it's value. I don't think you're going to go wrong with this. And then, um, you know, you have, you have cards like Blood, Blood Crazed Paladin, where it has Flash, Blood Crazed Paladin enters the battlefield with a 1-1 counter on it for each creature that died this turn. I mean, that, you, everybody loses all their creatures and you end up with this huge creature that uh you know i mean it's hard to deal with people are gonna have to deal with that creature right away so i think bantu's last reckoning is definitely definitely something you're gonna need to put in there i mean there's going to be games where you're just going to need to clear the board and this is a great way to do it you don't have to tap all your other mana if you don't need to um you know, it's just great to have. It's nice knowing that you have a way to deal with a board if it gets out of control. 
Okay, and it's, yeah, it's, I already said it's running about $3 right now, so, um, yeah, go out and get one. Okay, and then we got number seven, Dead Eye Tracker. Dead Eye Tracker is one black. It's a human pirate, one one, and then it has the ability, one colorless, one black, tap, exile two cards from an opponent's graveyard. Dead Eye Tracker Explores. So if you don't know what Explore is, it's reveal the top card of your library. Put that card into your hand if it's a land. Otherwise, you put a 1-1 counter on this creature. Then put the card back on back on top of your library or you put it into your graveyard. So, uh, you know, that's kind of little scry ability there if you need to use it. And I know 2 and tapping, I mean, you can't use this repetitively, isn't the greatest. And, uh, like I said earlier, you know, the the fact that there's not a lot of reanimation right now um, kind of makes this card not as, not as great. But, you know, in uh, Dominaria, we got cards coming in like Muldrotha. And, I mean, that commander, if, that's, if they're running that as their commander, they get to bring back any permanent. They get to cast any any permanent. So I think this card for a one drop one one and being able to exile two cards at least protects you a little bit from that commander. I mean you got Scarab God right now. It's not you're not gonna run into it all the time, but it's always nice to have a way to exile cards in the graveyard. And to be able to find lands, you know? I mean there's not as much card draw in this format, so just being able to sort of dig through your library and find lands. The 1-1 counters on this creature, I mean, it's probably going to be tapped every every other turn at least, so it's, it's not really going to matter, and you're not going to get this creature up to big old beater 12-12, so... Um, you know, I just don't, don't even worry about the 1-1s. But, uh... For $1.33, I think this card's just value. It's just something you need to have. I mean, there are going to be times where you need to have this card. So, yeah, I picked them up. $1.33, let's get into number six. I'm going to mess this up. Tetzimok, Primal Death. Four colorless, black, black, legendary creature, elder, dinosaur. The art on this really cool um it's like this big triceratops hairy rhino thing um it's a legendary creature elder dinosaur it has death touch it's a 6-6 six, six death touch and it has the ability pay one black reveal tetsamok primal death from your hand put a prey counter on target creature activate this ability only once during your turn when he enters the battlefield, destroy each creature your opponents control with a prey counter on them. So before you even cast this card, once a turn, you get to pay one. And put one of these primal counter or prey counters on their creatures. And then before you've, you've spent one mana, and your opponents are already looking for a way to either target, discard this out of your hand, or counter it when it hits the battlefield. This, you know, just just the ability to pay one a turn 
and get your opponents thinking, like, how am I going to get rid of this card? How am I going to get rid of this card? It doesn't even have to hit the battlefield, and it's already doing work for you. But, you know, if you want to pay, pay seven, you know, you put a prey counter on something, hope nobody has a counter or discard, targeted instant speed discard spell, and uh, drop this down, and you're destroying the most threatening thing to you on the board. And then a 6-6 six, six death touch? I mean that's it's a big deal. I mean that's that's a big thing in this format. So um yeah, and it's only a dollar 6. Uh I think if this I think if Brawl got huge, this card would see some see some value increase, but uh, honestly I don't see that happening, but yeah, I like this card. Um big beefy beater and it's just got that threat ability you know that's that's nice in a multiplayer format so uh let's get into number five twilight prophet uh it's two colorless two black for a vampire cleric two four it has flying and ascend at the beginning of your upkeep if you have the city's blessing reveal the top card of your library and put that card into your hand each opponent loses X life and you gain X life, where X is that card's converted mana cost. So, so this card, you know, um, it's conditional. You have to have the city's blessing. You're definitely not going to want to turn put this down on turn four. But uh, mid game, it's card draw. And the added bonus of life gain and life loss um, to your opponents. And it's each opponent. So each opponent. That's just, I mean, that's just value. So not, you know, you think about, let's say, you, uh, you reveal a three drop. Well, that's, you know, each opponent's losing three, three life, a big whoop-de-doo. But you're gaining three life too. So actually there is a six life difference between you. Each time you reveal this card, you know, I mean, you're going to reveal lands and one drops. And, but what happens when you reveal Tetsamok? I mean, that's that's 12 life difference. It's a pretty, pretty decent card. And a 2-4 flyer, I mean, it's not horrible. If that's all it did, you definitely wouldn't want it. But the card draw is a must-have, and, uh, you know, you're going to get the city's blessing, so, I'm adding it in, I'm going to see how it does, I don't know, you know, I don't know if this one's going to stay in the top 10 list, but we'll see, it, it is conditional, so, um, but yeah, I think, from an EDH standpoint, I would definitely put this in if the card draw was as weak as it is in Brawl, so... Okay, let's get to number four. Yeheni's Undying Pad Partisan. Okay, so it's a two colorless, one black legendary creature, Aetherborn Vampire, 2-2. Two, two. It has haste. Whenever a creature an opponent control dies, put a 1-1 one, one counter on Yeheni Undying Patterson. Partisan, my mistake. Sacrifice another creature, Yahani gains indestructible until end of turn. Um, 
Bantu's Last Reckoning. Sack one of your creatures. Indestructible. This is a big, beefy beater that just gains indestructible whenever you need it to. I mean, I def there's, there's nothing else about that. It's just, it can, it's going to turn huge. I mean, it's going to turn huge late game. And it can protect itself. Um, not very flashy, but at 287, I would definitely pick one of these up. Okay, let's get to the top three here. Top three. At number three, we got one of my favorite new EDH cards. Razaketh the Foul-Blooded. So it's five black, black, black. Legendary Creature Demon 8-8 Flying Trample. Okay, sorry about that. Had a resident coming, knocking on the door. So, uh, back to Razketh the Foul-Blooded. I mean, he's a big demon. But uh, let's read his ability. Pay to life. Sacrifice another creature. Search your library for a card and put that card into your hand. Then shuffle your library. That is an, a great ability to tutor. Um, you know, this has definitely happened late game. You're not going to be able to ramp into this guy as quick as you would normally, but uh, I'm definitely going to try him out. That's, you know, why he got number three instead of number one is the three black pips. And eight mana, it's a lot. But for an 8-8 eight, eight flying trample with the ability to tutor, amazing. I mean... And right now he's only three ninety eight. What's that? Uh, what is that? That other demon where you get to draw, pay seven life, draw seven cards. It's I think it's eight drop two. It's banned in uh, banned in EDH, but Grizzle banned. Grizzle brand. Um, you know that card's banned in EDH, and it's like twenty thirty bucks. This guy's only three ninety eight. I've been buying them up. Like every time I make an order from TCG player, so um, I think he was cheaper than this last time I bought a couple. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be making a a rat tribal deck with him as the him as the general. You know, just to just to search it because rat tribal's not that great, and I'm not putting in all the relentless rats or that new rat that. That new rat that's coming in at an uncommon in Dominaria is actually better than the Relentless Rats because it it gets plus one, plus one for each other rat you control, not each other Relentless Rat you control. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to want to... I'm getting some boxes of Dominaria, but I, I really want to get a lot of those if they're going to be cheap. But, uh, yeah, here I am talking about the EDH again. Um, yeah, Razketh at $4, buy it. I mean, throw it, throw it in your cube, throw it in your, uh, EDH decks, throw it in your Brawl decks. An amazing card. I love that card. Okay. Number two, not as good in my opinion, but in this format, eh. Noxious Gear Hulk. Four colorless, two black. So you're still at six, kind of expensive. Artifact Creature Construct. Uh, it's a 5-4 with Menace, which definitely isn't bad. Um, when Noxious Gearhulk enters the battlefield, you may destroy another target creature. If a creature is destroyed this way, you gain life equal to its toughness. So obviously this card gets way, way better 
with some sort of reanimation ability. Um, and it just needs to enter the battlefield. So, you know, I mean, definitely an EDH, if you're bouncing it out with Deadeye Navigator, you know, it doesn't need the cast ability, but um, especially with that new Moldolf Moldolfa or whatever, the green, black, blue legendary creature coming out in uh, Dominaria. What was that one's name? Yeah, I think it's like Moldolfa. But uh, being able to cast this, you know, and then have to have those sack outlets and just cast time after time after time every turn you get a cast out of this guy. That's really good. Really good to have. Um, right now, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but I definitely see when Dominaria comes out, this is definitely, you know, and it just gets, it gets rid of the, the thing that you need to get rid of, and it's a 5-4 menace, so you can't go wrong with that. Um, not that flashy other than that, but it's got multi-purpose, you know, and you need cards to have the multi-purpose. So, uh, that was number two. Let's get into my number one, which I think everybody's going to disagree with me, but uh, I don't care because this is my show, so... Bantu the Glorified. Two colorless, one black, legendary creature god, 4-6. He has menace and indestructible. Bantu the Glorified can't attack or block unless a creature died under your control this turn. And then the ability to pay one colorless and one black whenever you want. Sacrifice another creature, scry one, each opponent loses one life, and you gain one life. I want to talk about the the sacrifice another creature. You know, I mean, people look at this, not everybody, you know, you have a lot of advanced magic players, EDH players that definitely see the value in this, but definitely new players, you know, I'm going to pay two to sacrifice a creature and then scry one and then, ooh, lose one life and gain one life, that seems worth it. Um, the ability to sacrifice your creature at instant speed is amazing i mean just just the fact that there even in this format there are ways for people to steal your creatures you don't have homeward paths you know you don't have cards to get your creatures back you don't you can't i i don't know is disallow um legal we're getting into blue next but uh, triggered abilities are hard to deal with you're going to need a way to respond to somebody trying to steal your creature. And that's just great to have on an indestructible creature. <laughs> and then to scry, you know, too, to scry isn't that good. But uh, if you need to block with your indestructible creature, paying two to sacrifice another creature, and then getting, getting to scry, I mean, that's not bad. It's just multi-purpose. And the life loss and gain, you know, I mean, that's... Eh. I mean, that's not even worth considering. But at only 213, I grabbed one of every one of these gods and they went into my cube. I thought these gods were really good and they're, you know, cheap. I definitely think the green god was probably the best, but uh, I would think Bon 2, the glorified, 
came in at my number two. You know, especially playing them in the cube, they always do good. It's an always, you know, when you're drafting your cube and you see one of this guy or um, the green god, it's just, you're picking it. It's one of the top picks. And, of course, I don't have a power cube. Mine's a... Uh, <laughs> goes back to uh, um, Innistrad, but that's when I started playing, so... Uh yeah, I really love this card though. I really I really think it's gonna do work in this format and um I can't wait to put it in my Hippotra deck, so Okay, well that was the end of uh end of this week's episode. I think I'm going into blue next. Um if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at UTB Gameco. Um and if you're looking for any good commander content i wanted to recommend jumbo commander on youtube uh he does a over a weekly i mean most of the time he he adds like two two episodes a week to youtube and um they're really good quality he does you know pictures of the cards that you can see up close and uh yeah i mean it's it's a really interesting show and it goes deep into commander so Check him out. And uh, I will have that other show up here pretty soon. If uh, you're listening on Anchor, you know, you can follow me on Anchor or um, give me one of those applause things. I don't know how it works with iTunes or um, what was the other thing it puts it on? You might be listening to me on um, Spotify. But... uh, Yeah, what the hell, like that for me too, if you would. Okay, and I will see you guys next week. Well, probably before that. I'll see you by by Saturday or Sunday. Have a good day, and I will talk to you in a little bit. Bye.